tell me a story of how awesome we are. I didn't. I saw you back up a little bit, put your hand behind your head. is a resource here on Commander Smith's Creatures Instance Vehicles. It's a Commander Blur. Might win a coin flip or rewrite deck list. Commander Smith's. Woo! <laughs> Every week they're out there making Commander Smith's. Woo! <laughs> nice. You like that one? I like that one a lot. You know, for the long, it's DuckTales, by the way. Yeah, yeah, DuckTales. But who's it actually by? Does it uh, have like Disney. A, <laughs> Disney owns the rights, I'm Just, sure. Disney did it. Uh, the funny thing is, like, the beginning of that, I was like, man, this is going to be one I have no effing <laughs> clue what he's singing. I have no idea. And then uh, once you got into the chorus there, I was like, oh, oh, I caught myself singing, like humming it when we were playing today. Oh, were I you? was just like, stop, <laughs> stop, it. stop doing it. <laughs> Going to give it a earworm. <laughs> nice. Uh, welcome to Commander Smith. We are the Commander Smith. I'm Adam Smith. And I am Lowry Smith. We are not going to forget this week, but we are effing cousins. Yeah. Wait, I mean, no, wait, that's I, on a really severe we're yeah, we, are effing, we are effing cousins <laughs> and we are cousins. <laughs> so potentially effing <laughs> if you know what he means. <laughs> Starting off good here, but yeah, we it's funny, we went through the entire episode. We got done, <laughs> we like hit the the pause or not pause, we stopped it all and we we're like, we didn't say anything about being cousins. Yeah. <laughs> it was like shit, can we just like at the end cousins yeah <laughs> yeah just that's what we should have done <laughs> just a really quick cousins at the end of it so yeah uh missed that last week but anyways uh apologize to anybody that we let down not mentioning cousins right. and yeah <laughs> the uh, one the very first episode mm. wah, wah. number 36 i bet you a lot of people are like finally they didn't fucking yeah, talk yeah. about being cousins. <laughs> anyways uh this is episode number 37 uh we have quite a bit on our plate today what are we going to start off with Lau? uh so you can find us oh on, yeah oh yeah on twitter <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're starting off with i even have my list here got that I, last I have it on there episode 37 tags i all have right. a list but i'm not going to read it all right so you can follow us on twitter at commander smith you can email us at gmail commander at gmail.com <laughs> You just have one thing to do, Larry. You were rusty. It's been three weeks since we <laughs> yeah. mentioned cousins, technically. Yeah. Four, almost, yeah. Uh, and then uh, you can shoot us some emails. So we've been getting quite a few emails here and there. Uh, you guys are really nice, by the way. Yeah, we've gotten really some really good it. emails. Makes us feel all nice and warm yeah, inside. My wife was just like, that's really nice of them. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it makes me feel special. So yeah, sending nice emails is always good or questions yeah. or anything. It's kind of, it's fun to interact with everybody uh, on there too. But you can also leave comments or shoot us, you know, shoot a tweet at us. We'll yeah. respond there as well. So did you say YouTube? I did. Oh, uh, oh, I said, I repeated you and did the emails. I said, you can also email us. You can YouTube us at Commander Smith's as well. And so. leave messages on there. Right. You can leave yeah. comments. We're really it. good at this. Um, <laughs> I can't wait until, you know, we're probably going to get so popular. We're going to do commercials and fuck that up. Yeah. So <laughs> drink uh, water. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so now what are we going to talk about on this episode? Uh, so we got a couple games in with the most recent decks. Like I played Niv-Mizzet for two games and then you played your Vraska deck Vraska and Brutaclod. And Brutaclod. Very fun games. Uh, and then eh. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. And then we will also get into, we're actually going to get into our core cards for Commander. But we're going to talk but about the, it's the top game three winners. Game winners top, yeah. of each color. And we're actually going to break it down the top color. Three for each color. And then each color 
topped. Yeah. And then so now we're going to top make, card gonna and top group. <laughs> There's a lot of topping there. Is it's, there a senseis in there? No, <laughs> there was not sadly. So yeah, basically we're organizing all the stuff we went through. So we went through artifacts and all five colors, which are the core cards of commander that we have done, done up to this point. Four, so we're not far. doing any multicolored cards. Right. We're not doing lands uh, or even colorless cards, right. which would be because we didn't talk about Eldrazi those. style. Right. Or, um, so we'll, we'll eventually get to that, but, and we're arranging each one of those as the top cards. So we're going to count down all the way up to our top card. And then also we will go over at the very end with that, uh, which groups we think is the, the top, the groups, strongest, strongest group, groups. Yeah. Uh, and then we finish with Smith specs of the week. <laughs> I think I have yours cut up. So we're going to go. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, was I supposed to be like silent there? So we pretend like we actually heard, Oh, did you hear that? We just played there. <laughs> yeah. We're good at editing magic. <laughs> The funny thing about the editing thing, this is a kind of little side note this week. So mm. Lowry, his son Lowry, it was his birthday. Is they just turned one, and I was texting Lowry. I was like, "Hey, what does he want for your his birthday?" <laughs> and he's like, "Well, so to give you even more backstory, my kids were done with two kids. So yeah, and a, as our Adam boys, and his family are super generous. Like we get a ton of the toys just, and a ton of the clothes. when we're done with it, we give it to them because we're not having any more kids and you know whatever. So I was like, oh no, you don't need to get us anything. You guys are like Santa Claus all year round. And I was yeah. like, okay, that's cool. But actually, my my stepmom was like, hey, what does little Lowry want for his birthday? I was like, let me ask. And so that's what started the conversation. <laughs> and, I, and I just and kept I was on like replying. That's that's cool, buddy, but. My stepmom, Terry, is wondering what he wants. And Larry's like, LOL. And I'm like, okay, I get it. But no, what does he want? And he's like, LOL. And I'm like, you <laughs> fucker. So I screenshot in, uh, my conversation with my stepmom, sent it to him. And then he still I was like, you're getting really good with your editing (laughs) techniques. And so actually, (laughs) up until yesterday, I was like, I actually told Cindy, I was like, oh, Lowry complimented me on how I'm editing my videos and stuff like that. (laughs) But he didn't mean that at all. He just meant with my my text. And still LOL. (laughs) But really, all I was doing was trying to stall because I have no idea what my child (laughs) needs for toys. And so I was waiting for my wife to get home to tell me, obviously. I just, he only needs the outdoors and some fresh air pine That's what cones he needs. just your natural he probably toys. put that in his mouth yeah <laughs> so uh so that, that that's i don't know where i was getting with that but uh funny story of the week yeah that was fu- <laughs> that's a new segment <laughs> we can do that I don't know uh, but yeah that. so let's start off with our games um so we play both of our our decks okay so yeah game one was niv mizzet versus brutaclod versus uh Sahili the gifted versus Gisela doubling damage yeah so um, that was pretty sweet how Brutaclod when I play tested mm-hmm. it against it I was playing against Veraska just one-on-one just kind of playing quick Brutaclad would win every time Veraska would be like about to win and then Brutaclad would go off I'd just make a token copy of like yeah Inferno Titan was one of the game wins that was Inferno your Titan's a genius which idea. was your your good add into that deck <laughs> um Thank so you. that was one of them and it just turned them all into six sixes and they all attacked and whatever whatever when we got into the game Brutaclad was kind of going off and Lowry stopped me I was about to freaking yeah you're gonna copy Goblin Chief no, Rabble Master Rabble Master yep and then, so he would have gotten, like, turned uh, nine, like, he would have had nine Rabble Masters, made nine goblins, 
and then attacked, and they would have been 19 twos, and he would have had it would have been brutal for if not game winning, brutal. So he, uh, would you bounce? You bounce, uh, I chaos oh, warp, oh, yeah, 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 I, I chaos, right. chaos warp, brutal, uh, brutal clod, so that ish didn't happen. And uh, then from you, there, it was downhill yeah. for me. <laughs> After you did that, it was kind of... And then the next turn, I, Mizium Mortars, uh, killed, killed everybody's everybody. creatures. Yeah. And then it was like, I was still being targeted, kind of. But then well, we both died. Well, because I had Curse of Opulence on, on you. me. Yeah, so everybody and, attacked me to get uh, treasure tokens yeah. and all that. Or gold tokens. Gold tokens. Yeah. And then right after I Mizium Mortared, the Sahili player just like... They they just they replayed Sahili. Or maybe it was out and just reduced the cost of... Uh, there it's that damn crab. It was core. It was in Sahili deck. It's six six. Can't be blocked by less than right. two. And then when if it, it dies, dies, it does yeah six damage to but, a player, a planeswalker. And it, then he played uh, Dark Steel Juggernaut. But then Gisela was out too. Wasn't and then Gisela came out that next yeah. turn. And I was like, man, if like that scuttling doom engine, if that dies, it's twelve damage to somebody. <laughs> to and it was like, I was already. Uh, I don't know. I was it's it's a dirtling deck, so I didn't do a whole ton. I felt like I was just kind of controlling what's going on. Yeah. Well, and then what actually did us in was the Sahili deck, which was Tyson. He ended up playing a Brutaclad. At one point, I exiled Lowry, two of Lowry's thing, two yeah, of, yeah. two of Lowry's things, because he was trying to make a bunch of little one-one island walk squids with that one. I wasn't trying. I was going to. going to, and I exiled that and his commander, his Niv Mizzet, and then I exiled Tyson's. Uh, the dude that would have done 12 damage to the face. Yep. And then also uh, I got rid of Gisela. Gisela, yeah. But so needless to say, Tyson had a 4-4 we, Yeah, token. turned him into 4-4 Sphinxes. And then he <laughs> had a bunch of tokens, you know, gold, tokens, gold tokens that he was getting and all these other tokens. So he ended up with like 5 four, four <laughs> Sphinxes. <laughs> so he wiped me and Larry out at the same time. Yep. I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't work out well. My Brutaclad, it wasn't mine. It was Tyson using Brutaclad. <laughs> yeah. Bastard. So, Brutaclad technically... Well, no, because he didn't win. win that game. Yeah, Gisela came back. It came down to like three damage or two damage. Yep. It's like, could you kill Gisela this turn? No, but I can kill everything. And then uh, Gisela just played a dealt two damage. Yeah, and that's all I needed to do. What? How was that? Again? I don't recall because I was dead. He got his. Oh no, I know what it was. It was Infernal Titan. Oh, and for, yeah, played Infernal Titan. Yep. And that got that's, him down. That is game. And so then we move into game two is when I played Vraska. Yeah, it was Vraska. I was Niv Mizzet again. And then there was uh, another Gisela. Gisela Tyson, now Tyson went played with it. his Gisela deck. And then there was Krenko Mob Boss. Right. So Krenko was going kind of crazy. Krenko, I was dealt. I was down to 22 by turn four. <laughs> and then Tyson got one swing down 22 damage. He got him in one. Yeah. It was it was a lot of swings. Uh, there. And then I actually Vraska ended up winning. I got Vraska out, but I had enough meat blockers there that it just kind of deterred anybody from going after you for the most part. Right. And then uh, Vraska could have got killed, but but the turn before I won, Tyson went uh, Giselle at me and another creature, but he went for the damage because it was doing twenty eighteen points of damage. Yeah, you're at forty two, and then you know that basically cut your life in half, and you're going to be dead the next next turn. turn. But the thing that we didn't realize, like, um, and you had asked me this before, but, like, 
I, I totally agree. Like it was just a bunch of little like one one nothings. Yeah, so that that felt was... really like just not that threatening, and so nobody really paid attention to Vraska. I was getting a shit ton of land. Like yeah. I was like, this is what it feels like to be Lowry. I just had <laughs> land galore. I was like, I don't even care about you know. I had so much always on tap. Really good. When yeah, you're going it was off pretty like ridiculous. But because uh, I also had um, Oracle will die out, so I was able to drop two every turn. Yep. Plus the elves that I'm dropping are getting land and all that stuff, and then I'm using them for Veraska's ability so that that's i actually asked larry that a little bit and that's what he was referring to and it said how did it feel with my deck did it feel threatening did it feel like you needed to get it under control because i don't want it to feel that way i want it to yeah. just feel like oh yeah there's a bunch of little crap over there i think the thing that i would have learned is like i you got to keep an eye on Vraska and somehow right. make sure like if she pops off like she did she ultimated and he had enough creatures that just got through everything and yeah we each got hit by even one. though larry was still able to pop what four of them three of them out of three of them i could have done i could have stopped five if i had a spell i could have played because i had a um a creature that untapped but ping uh, it's i can't quite remember it uh, it's red, blue, colorless. Oh, one tap to deal a damage oh, to a creature or player. Your, your and storm tap it or, with, or the 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 fly, the thing that you had out. Is yeah. what you're saying. And so he had it. He had an enchantment sleep with a pinger yeah. that could untap. And so and I had maze of Vith. So I was kind of like setting up a bunch of stuff, but I just uh, I just had a ton of land in my hand and could not get out of that. And I also it my deck felt like clunky because it just nothing happened until like turn three. But. I will say, and I kind of mentioned this to you before, your deck, once you got Niv-Mizzet out, it just felt like it was a, something was about to happen, you know? And then, sure, yeah. But what you had mentioned, too, is that you have to pay more attention because you have to pay attention to what people are casting because you missed one trigger. I, I of missed a, Ristic Study triggers. I missed... Uh, yeah, I missed a bunch of triggers. Um but and, and that was so, the reason why I exiled that in the first game is because yeah, oh, yeah, you had enough mana sitting out that... I think it's Hour of Need that you cast. Yeah, and it I was missed Hour that trigger yep. with Niv-Mizzet out. Um, yeah, so I need to learn the deck a lot better to make sure that I'm not missing triggers um, and just being like efficient with it. But I think the other problem with Niv-Mizzet is like if, well, if you're not doing anything until Niv-Mizzet's out, people go, oh, man... That that's a card when it comes down, you're you're taking notice. Yeah. But without Niv Mizzet, you're you're in pretty rough shape. Yeah, you kinda were open quite a bit. And so um and I did like it just felt like I wasn't doing a whole ton. Like against the goblin player, they had goblin pile driver and you know, again, they were attacking me for like sixteen damage yeah. on turn four. And I like just threw my spell skite in front of pile driver. Yeah, because you just needed to yeah. not take as much damage. And then you know, and then I was very not worrisome, and yeah. so I, they looked the other way. But um, yeah, I felt like I felt like I was casting all of my spells before Niv Mizzet just to kind of stay alive and be there. And then I I didn't have enough gas at the end. But again, I, I did have was drawing a ton of land. Do you think adding more like the Veraska deck, adding you know meat walls in there? Not wall, but you have you the know wall. What? I do have walls. I ha I have about five walls. Oh in yeah, there. you I did have draw the, the you had the one. I had wall of tears, which is oh four. If it blocks, return that creature it blocked to its hand. But I was more thinking along the lines that helping with your Niv Niv Mizzet because you said that there's another way you can do the deck. Yeah, I think spell spl slinging is probably the better way to go. Mm -hmm. um, and then just having so that you're always having gas with yeah. Niv Mizzet. Yeah. Um, 
and I would almost say like getting Niv Mizzet down and maybe some like free spells. Like I do have, I did have misdirection in my hand, but nobody played any spells that targeted, mm. and that's a free blue spell. But I just couldn't couldn't cast it. Yeah. Um, and then, like I have Force of Will in there, um, but maybe some other ones could be also good. Like just free spells, being able to. Uh, draw a card just in case off of it we should mention one funny thing that happened was uh when tyson played the one where it was targeting six things oh, and we yeah. both had our spells guides out and we're like well he, he was going to return uh three creatures three of, for each of us for each of us and we're like well it's target, going to all target, target. <laughs> yeah, both of we, us. yeah so um so that was fun yeah <laughs> i got my win with Varesk, but it was it was fun i mean it was the crinko deck was kind of going crazy but then Tyson wiped him out in one with, swing. Yeah, with Gisela just dealt forty damage. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like, crazy. All right, you're dead. And then, and then I just happened to get through. And that's kind of the power of Vrask, even though it's not bunny ears. If you're going quotations, wide, yeah, it's not your actual commander. Can't really technically, unless your play group allows it. But it, it it's a very powerful commander. Commander drawing the that the gaining life really didn't matter much, but the drawing and sacking stuff that I didn't really need, you know, I'm yeah. playing those and they don't really have a use again. And you know, you probably could do something similar in brawl, like use Raska as your your mm-hmm. brawler. Your bra- what, are, what do they call those in brawl? <laughs> uh but your commander in brawl and uh that you could probably yeah. build something pretty similar just with standard cards as right. rules per brawl. So uh, that's something that you might want to look at if you're interested in that type of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed my first game. The second game I felt really dirtily and not doing a whole ton, but I was getting mashed by the goblins. Yeah. Uh, and I and I'll just bring it up real quick. I did get one game in uh, during the week with some other friends, and that you Niv have Mizzet other friends, yes, Lowry. I do. <laughs> I do. Only a How couple dare more, you? but. Uh, <laughs> But it, it was good. That one, I was able to, like... They had, sound hideous. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up having, like, Dak Faden, Arcanus the Omnipotent, and then I dropped Niv-Mizzet, put Sigil of Sleep on it, and drew, like, five, six cards, nice. and returned all their creatures, and then they just kind of scooped. They're like, I can't do anything about this. Yeah. And I was about to windfall to be able to do a ton more because I I had returned their stuff, so it was going to be like draw ten cards. Everybody takes a shit ton of damage. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, it was working on all cylinders, so that felt really good. But it does feel a bit clunky. So like if you if you're surviving and people aren't putting a ton of pressure on you, I think this deck is all right. But if you're kind of like a little bit of the arch enemy of your crew, <laughs> it, it might be a little too much pressure for it to be able to handle. So. Yeah, you um, could add it. Well, yeah, 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 definitely. So, like, probably more board wipes would be necessary just to make sure. Do you, you have know, uh, your Cyclonic Rift in there? I do not. Mm. I try and not use it because it's mean. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking, yeah, I could easily put that in there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Blasphemous Act could be in there. Um, chain Reaction, that type yeah. of stuff. Earthquake. So... Just keep wiping it's, it's, the board. There, and, there are different ways, yeah. yeah. And and also, do you feel like you want to change it at all? Are you going to make any changes? Um, are you going to keep testing it out a little bit? Or what do you think? I'm not sure. I, I like it when I play it through. So it might just be more of a how are things going? Like, mm-hmm. don't play it after I just destroyed the crew. Like, yeah. Because then they're gonna. I'm not gonna. Be <laughs> You're able not to, gonna win. Because <laughs> they're gonna go. Yeah. They're gonna go after but you. But if I've been struggling and people aren't paying attention to me, that's something that I can maybe pull out and just kind of like um be a bit more competitive with mm-hmm. that's kind of and um so and brutal cloud seemed 
scary. Yeah, I I want to play with that one a lot more because there's a lot of different played, directions. Because like, Brass's Bounty and had ten gold and yeah, play. so that was all ready to go. Yeah, and I was just like, holy crap! But I needed to use. I, that's the hour of need is when I use. It. I was like, yeah. if people don't come around and attack me, I will have ten of those guys sitting there, and we'll see how that goes. So, Brutalclad seems really fun. I mean, the times I've played it. It was going to win different... It was always a different thing that was winning. It was always Brutaclods changing everything into one token, but it's a different... It's never the tokens that are being generated that wins it. It's Let me rephrase yeah. that. It's more of the thing that you copy that turns into the token that wins yeah. you the game. Yeah, yeah. So... And even, like... And that's a crazy thing. When you put down the, uh, the goblin that... Uh, I was saying it earlier. The, the Rebel Master? Yeah, Rebel Master. Like, that's pretty unassuming, but with a bunch of tokens, yeah. they get huge. And then you change them all to that, and it freaking 18... What do we figure it was? 19 twos? There are 19 twos. You're going to have nine 19 twos attacking. Plus and, nine more one ones that are... Because I also yeah. had the... Ag, was it not Agri? Goblin of... Uh, Frenzy? Well, the enchantment it, that gives you one one goblins to begin your upkeep, and then all your goblins have, have to, to attack. attack. Yeah. So it was. It, it's pretty cool. I, I want to play that more. We have to get a, a longer play a day, a longer session. Yeah, yeah. that was just uh, a I quick totally one. Agree. We had. We we're like we haven't played with these much, so we have to play with them and talk about them because we've made these decks and we want to kind of tell you guys how it goes. So, all right, should we move into our next section? Yeah. Core cards for Commander. Top cards. Top, top yeah. three. Oh, you, you had the same idea there. <laughs> <laughs> really high pitch voice all right so we're gonna start from the bottom and work our way to the top so the first color that we feel is out of six six number six is gonna end up being artifacts oh, i was gonna try to do same time Damn. Oh, yeah. artifacts. artifacts and we will also work our way from three to one up so why don't we start us off with our first card so basically well should we explain this these are the cards that we feel when they're played it's either a game winner or the the whole everybody goes like, oh, you gotta shit. take notice holy crap get this rid is of this happening. or this is we're about to die whatever so that's kind of how this is based off of these are the number the top cards that and not all of these were in our core cards for commander necessarily yeah. but these are the top cards a lot of these are though <laughs> yeah and so we're just kind of calling this game winning core cards for commander right just because it fits into that realm and of segments. There we go. <laughs> so why don't you start us off with a, uh, number three for artifacts? So this is one. Uh, this was probably our most debated. Like, right. wonder what we're gonna put here because it was the weakest one. We felt like, and yeah, not by far. There is another. The next color because, is kind of like, close. Artifacts but... are absolutely important in just about every deck, just with your rocks and colorless because it works everywhere. Mm -hmm. But it's like, what of them? Just like when you play them, oh shit, win the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And and mana racks, mana racks, mana racks. They're they're scary, but they're not like super scary because right. you need something else to work with it. Um, so we ended up going with Helm of the Host, which is a new card from Dominaria, Dominaria. which and happened that, in the spring. Essentially, like why we arrived at that was just like if you're playing a commander that you really like, if you have two of them, you're gonna start getting really scared. Right. Like if I had two Niv Mizzets. Then you start going, oh man, I can I can really start uh, getting a lot of advantage. Or if you had two bru Brutaclods oh, in yeah. play, it's like, an, that'd be insane. Uh, I mean, then you change all your stuff to Brutaclods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and they're not legendary right. at that point. And then you create more two yeah. ones, and they all have haste. And it, it Helm of the Host just seems like 
every good legend that you want to put it on, you're like, wow, that'd be really good. Like putting it on Gisela today or Krenko Mob Boss. Like, or Niv Mizzet or, or any of yeah, again, The only it just, one it doesn't work with is Planeswalkers. Yeah. But it, there's other creatures that it would... I mean, if I were to put it on any of those elf dropping ones, it's not going to win me the game necessarily, but I'm getting yeah. more land, more ramp, more whatever. But it, it works with so many decks. And Yeah, and it just seems like, hey, if I put this on this legend what happens you're like oh that's really good yeah and so that's sh- in our mind that's a pretty scary prospect and you're typically building your commander deck based off of a pretty good commander that's the yeah. mechanic yep. of it is why you're going to win the game having two or three or four of those is a lot better than yeah, just yeah. having the they one compound yeah so this actually we got was a late ad and we were both like yeah actually that makes a lot of sense so helm of the host makes our number three list uh number two is kind of a two-part with it we're cheating here but they're kind of the same card so it's platinum angel and platinum imperion so they're both when they come into play like or you, when they're in play you can't lose you can't the lose li- the, game. Or the game or you can't lose life yeah uh like that's just a really powerful unique effect kind of is the anti of these are your game winners well kind of it says you can't lose so yeah <laughs> if people can't if you can do some way to protect them you're not you're it not makes losing. it really tough for people to like you do become a focus when it comes down people are like wait what yeah <laughs> you can't lose a game like what if i get you to negative 20 100 life and no. it's like no i, I can't I still lose. can't lose sorry so it gives you a lot of power and a lot of swing there right so what's our number one card uh, <laughs> when you play blightsteel colossus <laughs> People, people get pissed yeah <laughs> look this thing's uh was it 12 12 11 11 11 11 infect indestructible like you just can't stop it yeah. like if somebody's like oh i got this wall that's like a 14 14 or it's indestructible like it still goes away because of the minus one minus one counters placed on it if you're one just turn kill it. it has trample yeah like you just have to block it and you have to just lose your team yeah basically everything that you have it's really good yeah so that is by far the best artifact game winner card that's out there it doesn't yeah. if there's a way you get it haste yeah it could be almost that same not same yeah, term, if you have like multiple swift players. boots or uh lightning greaves or kiki jiki or yeah. splinter oh, Twin, or like, oh, splinter, like yeah. yeah that would be yep that's pretty crazy so that is our top three for artifact infect just sucks so. yeah <laughs> lowry loves that card <laughs> number five is white uh and we will start with our number one is avison angel of hope and that just kind of well, that'd be number three. Oh yeah number three sorry yeah. three out of one three out of one god and then number five out of six so number five is white. Number gonna, three we'll learn is how to reformat this eventually. <laughs> of Angel of Hope, and that makes all your creatures, including her, all indestruct- your permanence. permanence indestructible. It's an eight-eight vigilance. Uh, costs eight to come out. Uh, it's a legend, so you can even have it as your legend. But when so this come do- comes down, you better hope they don't notice. have swift boots out or uh, yeah, anything that makes it-, it so you can't target it, because then you're done. <laughs> yeah, then it's like, well, I'm going to board wipe. No, that doesn't work. Yeah, uh, I'm going to first kill that equipment yeah, and, and then, then <laughs> exile Avison and then still have to deal with your board. So uh, I guess the only way I get around it is a toxic del- deluge to get but the you're paying I know. Eight life <laughs> if it's not pumped at all. Like, uh, and so it, uh, but it's pretty ridiculous when it comes out. Like there, there was one game where I, I, I killed it like three times in a row and somebody was just in a green, white, like ramp deck and they were able to continue to bring it back with, uh, uh, something white. But, uh, 
I had to like give it minus eight minus or minus <laughs> oh minus eight like multiple times. Like, God damn it, just go away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty ridiculous card. Uh why don't we get to our number two? Number two, uh, we're saying is like Tefiri's protection. Uh, this is something that it's it a phases little different. all of your permanence and your hand and your life total can't change. And this is something like every somebody's all out attacking you. And, and that's it, more of the reason why we got it to the... And you're just able to... It's just such a swing. You're like, well, I'm going to fog. Nothing of mine dies. My life total doesn't change. And I'm coming after you next turn. Yeah. And you typically would hold on to this card for the bitter end. Like this yeah. is... You're about to lose. You don't play it when, oh... Somebody's attacking me for five damage. I'm going to Teferi's protection early in the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, you hold on to it to where this person is all out attacking to kill you and, you know, either win the game or get rid of one of the players. And you play that and it completely swings the game because now that person's open. When it comes around to yeah, your turn. Other, other players might be like, oh, they are way open yeah. now and we can actually get them. Because a lot of times when you're calculating that out, when it's at the end, you're you're trying to focus on, okay... I know I'm going to take damage from this person. Or if it's one-on-one that's left, you're like, I'm all out attacking because I can kill him here. Yeah. But this completely can swing the game into one person's favor. Yeah. Wow. It, uh, it's uh, probably the best uh, like um, attack trick Yeah. in my mind. Yeah, definitely. And it doesn't cost much. Three. Three at like, instant speed. <laughs> just is... having three mana set up is not hard, unlike some other cards that might be on our list later. Uh, anyways, uh, so our number one white card, and this was number one for, I mean, this one, I have this seen This is it, almost like the one where this and another card are like, this is the first ones where like, man, when this card is played, it's like It's bonkers. almost game winner, but it, it uh, number Storm one Storm Herd. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like 10 mana sorcery, but you get 1-1 one, one Pegasus. Pegasus. Flying Pegasus for as many as much life as you have. Now, if your life's at five, that kind of sucks. But <laughs> yeah, but it's but, still five yeah. creatures at the end of the game. Right. Like if you're if you just need those five to be able to block, I think every time I've seen this cast, and I think Joe did it to me twice. Yeah, my, my brother brother Joe. Uh, each time I have lost because I the was about to kill ends. him, and then it was like, nope, here's all these one ones, and now you're dead. It's uh, it's quite a powerful card if you have any even even if you're down to like fifteen. You got 15, 15 one flyers that are really hard to block, and it gets it can be really scary. Yeah, and but the funny thing is, this was used a lot. I haven't, I don't think I have this in any of my white decks. I don't, it wasn't in our core cards for commander, was it? I don't think we had no, it. No, I, I don't but think it was either. But game it's, winners, it when it was game winners for white, it was like every time I see this card cast, it, it just wins. wins. Yeah, that's a um, lot to deal with. <laughs> yeah, and like if, if you're able to somehow cheat the spell into play like an early game or if you're in a life gaining mm-hmm. deck like a loro and you're you're sitting at 60 70 like that's crazy yeah, it, it, it's over <laughs> and that's why it's uh the game winners all right so let's move into our i kind of ruined it move before. it over to group number four, number four which would be red <laughs> you got that yeah <laughs> red uh and then number three out of three okay wait four out of yeah out of our group four <laughs> but third card out of the three in the red <laughs> let's make it really confusing <laughs> gotcha all right I'm, I'm following you all right what's our what's our number three card for red uh we went with aggravated assault now this is an enchantment that costs a red two colors to play uh and what this does is you can pay five mana two red three colorless 
and give yourself another attack phase. Untap all your creatures. Untap all your creatures. And then attack and again. And attack again. And you can do that multiple times. If you have a way of making yeah, infinite mana. If you just mana, have 10 mana, do it again. Do yeah. it again. So if you have think creatures that are out that uh, produce mana that can produce five, you can just keep attacking if you yeah. wanted to keep doing that because they're going to untap every... Every it's, time you tap it. So it's a yeah. pretty ridiculous card. Now, it's kind of more specific because you're going to have to have it more into a creature deck, kind yeah, of. But you can, yeah, in my mind, you know, you're comboing this with like Bear Umbra or Sword of Feast and Famine. Untapping your land just makes you go infinite yeah. for as much damage as you can kind of get through. Yeah. Uh, it works. And again, it's just a really good card on its own. And one of the recent decks out of our Commander Spotlights, I used this in the coin flipping because I need multiple attacks for the using oh, the coins yeah. to yeah. multiple, you know, make the damage go up for. If you have yeah, the Cyclops dude, you have another attack step. This works super well with Helm of the Host mm -hmm. and like oh get yeah, another one for and sure. another one, and it it is. There's some crazy things you can do with it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> highly suggests this card yep number two on our list is this for one red. we, we kind of talked for two red. for red this one's an interesting one it's a newer one from well it's from commander 2017 uh but it's disrupt De uh decorum. decorum and that's the the red spell that makes it so it goads all your other opponents what go it is is that they have to attack but and they can't attack you yeah so this can be a game winner because let's say you, I mean you save this for the end or if people are kind of ganging up on you, Just you like play you guys that have to attack each other and now then they can they're trade open. as good as possible but damage might be getting through creatures will be dying right um, and it leaves them both open for you to unless swing they cast in. stuff but most of the time they're yeah. not getting a crap ton of stuff but it allows you to potentially win the game and dwindle their resources as well their creatures or it's whatever they block with it's a huge swing and when it's cast you're always just like man how am i going to deal with this how are like cuz then they, we need they, to work together yeah, they end up partnering up they're like okay if i attack with this and you block with that then i've never can... seen them go oh yeah, yeah i'm, I'm definitely going to get all this damage in against this guy <laughs> it's more like holy crap okay we need to survive a turn and then swing back at that yeah. whoever cast dis disrupt decorum like that card when that is cast is crazy but what's our what's our number one for red uh, i think we've said it in the past yeah. uh an insurrection right and this is eight mana sorcery it takes all of the creatures on the board and you get to attack with them for one turn right and late game uh, and how much this costs it's gonna be late game it should be almost a game winner depending on what's yeah. all on the board and like if you're not casting it to win and or like I don't know. I've had to like cast it just to survive <laughs> because like I'm being overburdened and I can't kill them. And then you try and like sacrifice Sacker, as much yeah. of their stuff as possible. And you may end up flushing out somebody's board wipe, which can end up helping you because I mean, yeah. you know it, it all depends on the situation. But it so, most of the time should be a game winner. Yeah, you're you're killing at least one player. Yeah, really. All right, we move into our number three is group number three black black we have is number three we're going group no 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 so we'll tell the oh, groups yeah, at yeah, the yeah, end right. we'll tell the groups at the end yeah. stop it <laughs> we're both i didn't up. say anything okay so <laughs> black is our number three on the list for our most powerful well it has the most powerful third most powerful card as our number one so that's kind of more of the way to think of it the number yeah. one card is the third but most we're not going to tell you that one until it's the third one <laughs> right right so the the first our number three on black's list is in garuk's wake <laughs> And that's the destroy all opponents creatures. 
and that just it's that's one sided opens it up yeah one sided it's it's a big spell it's a big splashy spell if you have anything that has death triggers uh that helps you out a ton like, yeah it, it can get like uh oh man never mind i was <laughs> like i i had there's an equipment that's like one uh blood chief's blade or something oh it's like, for a vampire if yeah you whenever a, vampire, you get a, a one creature one counter on it dies put one or yeah. two in there i've done that while i had it on uh a vampire and so they just make huge. it like a 2020 and you're like i'm gonna kill you yeah <laughs> but yeah I, it, to recover from this i mean another the, most of these are really big spells because they're game winners they're yeah. not gonna make it really yeah. cheap but you play that late game, you should have a board state, and everybody else should. You kill everything of theirs, they're back to you know zero, and you're just ramping through mm-hmm. everybody. So mm-hmm. it's it's a pretty ridiculous card. Uh, number two on the list of black game winners would be uh, Torment of Hailfire. Yeah. Because we're, we're like, this card's pretty decent at the beginning. Like, it's a modular spell because it's an X spell, so you're able to kind of choose when you're going to cast it. Like, if you're basically dying and you're at, like, six mana, you could still cast it and do a lot of, mm-hmm. like, just damage and wreak havoc on the board state. Um, but if you're casting it at Garouk's Wake, uh, yeah. like everybody's oh, yeah. doing seven, or if you even have more mana somehow, you, you just won that game. Right. You absolutely won that game. It's a pretty crazy. Well, and actually, we had a kind of debating between this and our number one. So, yeah, uh, our number one is Rise of the Dark Realms for Black, and that's taking everybody's graveyards, their creatures in the graveyards, and they come into play. And under you your have control. it. It's it's fairly similar to like Insurrection, where mm-hmm. you just you just gain so much Except advantage. They don't leave at the end of turn. Yep. They're on your side. You get all the enter the battlefield triggers. Right. Uh, you don't have haste, right. but. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you the one time I tried. Uh, there's only one deck that I have it in currently, I think. But I cast this and it got countered. <laughs> but what a game! It, it would have been game winner right there. Game yeah, and that's another good point. Like all of these cards basically should be counterspelled if you're seeing right. them played. That's yeah. <laughs> it should be called the key cards to be countered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think I, I watched this where they they casted it on the uh, Commander Clash on Goldfish, mm-hmm. and it was deep into the game, obviously. And Brrr. yeah, like Moto basically broke like every card. Like they had like Avenger Zendikar oh, coming man. to play Mirror <laughs> Battlesphere, just... and like every card got so small you could barely see. <laughs> and everybody's like, "Yeah, let's scoop." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's the only time I've ever seen them like scoop, and he's just like. It was crazy cool to watch. That's awesome. All right. Now we move into our number two color. Uh, And number two color would be blue. And you've seen Adam play a bunch of these. Uh, So number three on the blue list would end up being right of replication. Now, this by itself is the it's the two blue and two colorless. And you make a A copy of of a token or or a creature in play. But if you kick it, which is five more, right? Yeah, so five it's nine more, total. You get to make five copies? Five I, or six. Well, we're going to pull it up right yeah. now. So, but, but keep the, talking with it. Like, if you... This this card just copies the best creature on the field. So if somebody has a really good creature, you you get one. And you're generally going to get it for less mana on the right of replication copy. But if you're... It, it, the copying part is what just ends games. Like, just think... Uh, any sort of titan on the battlefield so it's five five total. tokens yep uh so after it's kicked it's five tokens so like just come up with like inferno titan is played <laughs> a lot have five of those come into play 
and you just dealt 15 direct damage mm-hmm. divided however you choose. And you also have five six sixes when they attack. Yeah, that like, do the exact you're just same like, thing. Oh my gosh, it's just doing so much damage. Uh, or if Blightsteel as long Colossus as it's not legendary, or, I wish yeah. I had to take the legendary. But that's yeah. also <laughs> true. It can't be legendary. But like, you just go down a list of cards where you're like, oh man, if I can just play this. No, if you could just copy that five times, yeah, that'd be amazing. Right. So, yeah, that's our number three for blue. Number two ex- is expropriate. What? I've gotten so many eye rolls and, like, <laughs> on this casting this one. So this is the one where you vote, and you're basically voting for either they take an extra turn or they take a permanent from each of you. Yeah. And so for how many votes uh, taking the permanent you get, that's how many permits you get to take. You get to take from each person. So no matter what, I always choose. I'm going to take another turn. Yeah. And then the other person, like you could potentially, like I don't want you to have any of my stuff. So take another turn, because you get to choose what you're taking. And, and it's for how many times it gets cho- like. Yeah. So and- if they vote three, like if you have four players on the board and there's three of them. You vote for the extra turn, and they all three vote for taking a permanent. Well, you get three permanents from. Is it three permanent? No, it's just one from one from each. They get to choose what. But like, if they're playing good cards, you just take their best permanent, and you're, and then you get to play with it the next turn. So it's almost giving you a little bit of haste. Play, yeah. Plus you get, yeah, you get the extra turn because you always get no matter what. You, I'm not gonna take my own stuff. That's stupid. (laughs) Don't do that. So yeah, expropriate is our number two for blue. What's our number one? You should say this because you've had another blue deck. Cyclonic Rift. This one gives people fits like no other card. Um, you you are returning every non-land permanent that your opponents control to back to their hands, and it's instant speed. So you do it right before your turn, and everybody has a fistful of cards. And you just get to do whatever you want from multiple turns. Because oftentimes the first turn that they get, they play as many rocks as they can. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully they don't have to like um, discard down. Like I, I've had this where you you cast it against me and I had like Elsh Norn, uh, Avacyn. And I was like, I'm sitting pretty. And, and then I just have a ton of like five plus mana <laughs> cards. And I'm like, okay, Damn I can it. play one, discard <laughs> something. And then I'm going to do this next turn. Like... It's just bad. It's even. It's, it's I mean, a bad man pajama. It's hard, even when we were just like today when we were playing. You thought I might have it in my hand, yeah. And I was like, oh shit, he has, he has that. it open. Um, he ended up doing the hour my, of need thing, yeah, but I was, was like, a, force him to do it. Yeah. You just have to force the player to play because Cyclonic Rift as early as, as possible. they can. Yeah, you got to flush it out. Um, or like you know, I don't because earlier that happens, I don't know how to deal with it because most of the time. Nine times out of ten, the person that plays Iconic Rift is going to win the game. Like, there are so many things where I wish it was just like, I wish you worded it differently. It'd still be really good. Like, all opponents' creatures to their hand. Instead of permanents. Or, yeah, non-land permanents. Or, uh, it's a sorcery. Or, <laughs> you know what I mean? There are so many things here that could have made it still really good. But it's all of the good yeah. stuff. This is the one. This is like an Easter basket. Yeah. This is the one blue card. Like, if I'm playing blue... It is in that deck yeah. because it answers everything. And you this have- is in the and I said this during uh, when we were talking about our games, but I was just like, I try and not put it in because mm-hmm. it it sucks so bad to play against, but it is absolutely a game winner. Well, in that instance when I had played Hour of Need, if I would have played that, 
I think for sure I would have had the game by that point. You know what I'm saying? Like if you had played, played Cyclonic Rift, yeah, at Cyclonic that, yeah, Rift, because yeah. game was over. Everybody's stuff would be back to their hand, and then I, I don't even want my boards to. No, I didn't have that many things. Maybe not there because I didn't have a lot of stuff out. It definitely would have made the game go a lot yeah. longer. We wouldn't have died the next turn. Yeah, because I had uh, Mizium mortared the turn before. Mm-hmm. So I, but I Tyson's would have been backed up because he had a board state right mm-hmm. there. And, yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it just it just messes games up. And it, it's surprising. This was we had a debate between this and of course you know the last color is green because that's our last color. That's how. But math between works. this and our top card all time top card for all this we had a debate on which one was number one and two this is a very close second yeah very close second but um let's move into green uh number let's three ha- on that list this it. is the one that i advocated for would be tooth and nail right now this is a card where you get to go and search for uh two, two creatures. creatures and put it into your hand and then you can entwine it for two more and put the any two creatures from your hand into play most likely when you have this in your deck you have things like blight steel that's out there yeah. or you have things that when the two of them are in they work awesome together or they're just yeah, ridiculous go, yeah like you can go and find lock pieces you can go and find like instant kill that person right like blight steel colossus or and, make somebody's life 10 or yeah, yeah, yeah there's exactly. so many different things you can do with it it's uh, it's just so powerful, and uh, and again, being able to just tutor and put it into play is really good. Mm-hmm. You're not giving up any resources. It's later in the game. Um, you're going to get ahead, and uh, this this card game or this this card ends games. Yeah. Uh, number two for green is and Larry's not not keen on this one, but Triumph of the Horde. I feel like we have too too many infect cards <laughs> on this list. So this one is the gives all your creatures one plus one trample and infect, yeah. and it is awesome. And it goes well. Doesn't matter every deck. It does because it you it, it it's some. I mean, green it allows you to one shot at least one person right. pretty much. Like you, you're playing it at the right time. They, and it doesn't matter they, how much life they have. Like yeah. that's kind of it gets around. It's the infect part where you get around that whole. Oh yeah, you gain three hundred life. Well, guess what? You take ten poison. Do you, do you have that infect card or that card? Uh, Triumph of the Hordes. Do you have that in your Vraska deck? I do not. Because I can totally see it working. Because you're you're doing a bunch of like little right. things, and then you're just able to or toss them and kill a person. It, it was on the list. If it, I don't know. I'd actually have to go back to tapped out and look again. But it was on the list. It was one of the either it was one of the last ones cut, or it actually is in there. Because uh, that is another. It was an alternate win. Like if Raska gets killed too many times, yeah. And I have enough yeah. of these little one ones out there. It could be a way to win. Um, but the one card that is on there again. This is. The one number card one that card. You play a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and I try and avoid. Go ahead. Do you want to say it? Fucking Crater Hoof. That <laughs> <laughs> is such a good freaking. It is a 95.9 haste <laughs> times out of 10. Give all of your creatures and itself plus X plus X for the amount of creatures that you have in play. We've talked about this a bunch of times. It's so good. It, it is when, so good. When it comes into play, you even if you have like four creatures on the battlefield, that's. You just made five five trampling like it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it can attack the turn it comes into play, it and it doesn't matter brutal. if it gets killed when it comes yeah. in. You you actually don't need it once it's out. <laughs> I like, mean, it helps. And again, going with like Kiki Jiki, Splinter Twin, right. Panharmonicon, uh, Token decks. It goes in any freaking green deck that you want to play it with. This is uh, the by far when this is cast, 
it wins the game. Yeah. Unless you're only casting it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if it's the only thing out and you're like, I need to survive. Like, yeah. Then it's like, well, you're already losing. There's, yeah. Yeah. You're that nine point nine. You're the point one times that it doesn't win. The you game. are getting picked on. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. This card. Every time I've seen it, does something dramatic. Mm-hmm. Changes the game. All right. So that's our top top list for by we did it by color but for the top cards now if we were to group these we have a different we're not going to go in depth with this but if you're to take all these three cards in each group we kind of broke it down for our top list as, uh, yeah, for as the well. group of them together um we were thinking that like a white would probably be the weakest group oh yeah we did do white yeah yep. we, white we was our up. weakest group Followed uh, that by Stormherd, Tefiri's Protection, right. and Avacyn Angel of Hope. And then number five is Artifact, which, which is, is the Blightsteel, the Platinums, and uh, Helm of the Host. And then four ends up being Red, which is Insurrection, Disrupt Decorum, and Aggravated Assault. And I think because of the first two is why Red... I mean, those are such good cards, those two. You typically yeah. win yeah. the game with those. Aggravated Assault is good, but it's a it's a niche thing. It depends on your it, deck it, type. It can be niche, yeah. It works yeah. really well, in, really, really well in some car- decks. And then... but. Um, it's only a really good... It's only a good, good card. Good if you have the creatures things, and yeah. stuff. Uh, and then number three... It works by itself. All three of these are pretty freaking awesome, no matter when you play them. Uh, but it's blue. Blue's blue. group is pretty good. Cyclonic Rift, Expropriate, and Rite of Replication. And then we ended up going uh, for number two. Uh, group number two, we went with green, which is Crater Hoof Behemoth, Triumph uh, of the Hordes, and Tooth and Nail. And kind of the same thing there. The first two are like, yeah, you play those, you win the game. Tooth and Nail is most of the time you are going to win the game with that. But it it's it's kind of it doesn't compare to what black is black is of course our number one because that's our last one but black has three cards all three of those and you're just like hoofed yeah it's completely one-sided uh rise of the dark realms uh torment of hailfire and in garuk's wake and so that's why we think black is probably the strongest out of those top three but not necessarily the best card it's just the best and again group. all these cards are ridiculous so yeah. it's like one A, one B, one C, yeah, one D, yeah. <laughs> and then white. <laughs> uh, but one thing that we we probably like to hear from you guys is if you think of some other ones and any of these colors or anything that you think is actually more that you've seen work for you in games that you've won. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, you can, I need more ways to win. <laughs> you can either, whatever you're listening to us on, comment there or on YouTube or whatever, or even shoot us an email if you just want to say, hey, you forgot these about are, this these card. These are really good cards yeah. that I enjoy. These yeah. are just ones that we've seen when we've played that actually in our personal experiences that have won games more often I really like, not. that's a really good job of trying to interact with our listeners. <laughs> you're like, I, I don't want to talk to people. Don't, <laughs> don't do anything. <laughs> All right, we move into our last segment smith specs of the week guys <laughs> all right so Good practice uh my first one and it actually it's one i've i've said earlier uh earlier this year but it's still at a good price is cryptgast uh, the foil from gate crash when i said it before this card had gone up i think about 14 bucks at one point after i had said it uh, I still think it can go higher than that, but now it's kind of come back down a little bit, and it's still in a crap so, ton like of EDH in, in decks. And it's up and down. It's on the down, down. currently. So uh, on Goldfish, it says it's nine, but I was seeing copies on uh, TCG you can get for around six bucks. And six is just two bucks over the bottom of what this was ever at. Yeah. So this card, it's used so much in freaking EDH. That's a great card. Yeah, if you're playing black and 
I guess I would say if you're playing two color with black in it, you definitely have to have this in there. If you start getting to three or four, it's a little harder to get the the swamps yeah, in, in there. But in mono and two colors, this card is re- really good. And then if you're playing uh, Urborg Tomb of Yogmoth, that turns everything into swamps. Mm-hmm. Also great in that card. I can see this deck. card if they don't reprint it in a set, which I don't really necessarily see anytime soon because we got the Ravnica. We're on Ravnica, to... and they're not doing uh, extort. Right. So. so the foils I can see. Uh, no, well, we don't know. We don't know the next one, but okay. the I can see these potentially reaching. Oh, for sure, back up to fifteen or more. But I bet you at twenty, we're gonna get to before this card ever gets hmm. printed again. Hmm. So uh, it's just it, the the number keeps going up for how many decks it goes into, and people are using less and less of uh, Nirkana Revenant. Revenant yeah. yeah. Because this is only a four drop compared to its six drop, and you also yeah, can gain turn, life. Turn five gets you to potentially ten mana, mm-hmm. easy. So, all right, you're number one, Lara, or not number one. Your first pick of the week. My first pick, pick of the week. Uh, so, my thought process for tonight or today is, or whenever you're listening, whatever, who cares? Um, <laughs> oh, really quick. The reason why we're not doing beers today is because it's kind of early-ish in the morning, and it's early. yeah. So, Larry isn't a dick today. We, we said when we were uh, when I was getting back from Germany, things would slow down, and that has uh, held happened. to be a lie. <laughs> you're uh, a another, liar. Another thing that Adam promised that we can't uh, maintain, and <laughs> Adam promised. That's totally Adam's <laughs> fault. Uh, so, uh, but my thought process here was uh, Guilds of Ravnica has been out for a couple weeks now. Uh, and uh, there are some rares that are quite good that are w- undervalued in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the first one that I think is uh, really important here is Response and Resurgence. This is the red-white rare uh, split card, and I'm mostly focused on taking an extra combat. Now, it doesn't untap your cards, so you kind of have to play this bef- on, bef- in your first main phase so that you get the second attack step. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but every spell that allows you to take an extra combat hence the aggravated assault aspect of this too every card basically that allows you to take another turn is five ish dollars Mm -hmm. this card foil is a like around a buck 50 you can find this for 50 cents or less for just non-foil this this card in my opinion will work its way up to four or five long-term spec obviously but um and i i can contest to that because of the like i said the flip coin deck i looked at all the extra taking extra combat stuff and those are definitely a lot more there was those are the ones i spent the most money on that Mm -hmm. i didn't have and i totally agree with that and 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 another thing i know i i think i've mentioned it a, a couple times over the last six months but it seems like they're adding in more and more uh before like combat mm-hmm. triggers. things happen like, before this that. happens yeah. before you attack like um well brutaclaw when you attack you have yeah. uh the new goblin whatever that one making the goblin at combat oh war boss yeah and then yep. not the war boss is that oh yeah it is the war boss yeah yep. but you also have that with rabble master mm-hmm. and you have it, it just seems like they're working with the beginning of combat more mm-hmm. and more helm of the host uh, stuff like that uh, as they come to mind we say them but th- they are becoming more and more common in my opinion mm-hmm. oh, I totally um, agree foils for buck 50 and also you have yeah. yeah and you Plus also you have, a, have the, the condition the, removal if you need to use mm-hmm. it and that's awesome to have an EDH when you have that yeah option so my mind way undervalued right all right my second pick is fatal push now it's for the Friday night magic promos which are foil uh, we didn't have this on our list for our rotating specs, but it's definitely a, a good card. It's used yeah. 
quite a bit. This, now, this, this is a great card, modern. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, normally I do the picks for EDH and everything, but you know, if I'm trying to make you guys money, but you know, all cards are on the table. So yeah. this card, I ended up picking up four of them. Right now, you can get them for under six bucks, and you look at the actual foils of Aether Revolt, and they're at. 16 18 bucks 16 bucks 16, right now yeah so you have a ten dollar difference between these and personally i actually like the the look of these better gotcha. than the than those yeah. so and i think a lot of people like when i was when i'd watch videos of people playing it was generally they wanted the friday night magic promos yeah this is a lot closer to the non-foil version so this is the nice middle that you have a lot more room to grow mm-hmm. definitely so Pick those up. All right, Larry, your second pick. Uh, I'm going with Midnight Reaper. Uh, so this is kind of like a, in my opinion, under radar card. It's a 3-2. Whenever you have a non-token creature die, um, you draw a card and lose a life. And this is just a, a, basically a death trigger, trigger that you're gaining card advantage of. It's a replacement effect. It's a 3-2 for 3, which isn't a bad thing. It's a zombie and a knight, which are both relevant right now. Uh, it can be relevant mm-hmm. in standard. Not necessarily is, but can be. I can see this actually working with my Veraska because Veraska, I'm not necessarily sacrificing my counter, my tokens. I'm sacrificing the elves that I bring in because yep. I want them in the graveyard so I can bring them back with other stuff. Yep. And so, so I feel like there's, uh, yeah, there's definitely Because that's a draw two trigger in... and then I'm losing a life from that but gaining a life from Veraska so nothing yep. happens. Look at there. So sweet. yeah, the foils are sitting around two two fifty, and you can find the non foils for under a dollar. Um, so in again, I feel like this one's pretty undervalued at mm-hmm. this point, and it's uh, probably you know all of these are probably slow growers at this point. Yeah, it has a, it has an ability to be abused by sacking stuff, killing yep. your stuff, and making taking advantage cards. off of it. All right, my last one is Growing Rights of Itlamok. Now this card is more and more being used i actually thought this one would start spiking before so that's why i'm kind of like saying pick it up now you can go for any version of this and i think it's a good buy you could go for the the non-foils which are sitting about six bucks right now six six fifty you were saying you could almost find them oh no i i saw them at a car store for five that's right yeah and you Um, and that's the thing is i think you 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 do some research you could find these for cheaper than that mm -hmm. but they are kind of on the rise I actually personally picked up myself uh, the um, the buy a box promo ones, which has different art, and we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Those were kind of, I think, their masterpiece right after they decided to not do masterpiece anymore. Yeah. So but they're also like buy a box promo. That's how you got them, right? And so they're trying out the specialty part of it as right. well. So, but the the different art is pretty sweet because actually, if you get all these flip cards of the bio box, they go together as a map. They create a map. Yeah, yeah so it's really kind of cool. sweet. So I picked mine up when it was fifteen. It hopped up to over fifty at one point, and it's been on the downswing right now. I think it got more more to around the range it was it's at. But I think this card could definitely go up. So you can go for the foils, you can go for the bio box, or you can go for the non foils, and I think you're going to come out way ahead once this card starts spiking mm-hmm. and gets used more i mean it's a it's a gay's cradle but better not eh. initially when it flips yeah. it is when it flips because if you it, have no creatures on board it, it still has gets a, you a green, green mana so all right your last card of the week Lowry. Uh, uh went with uh, mausoleum secrets uh this is it's an instant it's a tutor for it's a conditional tutor but at instant speed this has the potential to be very uh 
powerful. Mm-hmm. And I think people realize that. So I'm suggesting like the last two foil, non-foil, both very doable. This one foils uh, are expensive. Foils are Bendy. sitting at almost nine, eight, in between eight and nine. Uh, and on Goldfish here it says a buck twenty-five, but I was even Card Kingdom had it for less than a dollar. Mm-hmm. And when I was looking through it, and so that right there tells you people see the potential, but nothing's really happened with it. And so in my mind, I would probably skip on the foils, go for the regulars, and uh, be conservative with it. But it, if it pops, it's going to pop. Mm-hmm. And it's it's and if you don't know what it is, it's you're you're searching for a black card with for how many uh, monocost X or less, where X is the amount of creatures you have in your graveyard. Yeah. So it, it's a frick, like you said, instant tutor to go search for any black card. You could even potentially. Go search for a vampiric tutor and go get or go get a you know <laughs> anything you anything want. you want. But it, I can see this working in modern because, like a lot of the creatures are gonna be three or less, mm-hmm. and so if you just have one creature die, you can go and search for a lot of your deck, mm-hmm. like a wild nacodle or something of that nature, which probably you'd be playing black with Naya, but whatever. Yeah, I, I actually want to be doing it. Do want to pick up these, and like you said, I probably would go for the non foils on this because uh, it, it, the foils are already kind of. I mean, the foils could totally jump if this does take off, and these non foils jump up to five, six, ten bucks. Well, those mm-hmm. non foils are going to get that much more expensive, but you can get a lot of these for super cheap right now, and yeah. I think they really do have potential to go way up. So, all right, uh, that does it for our Smith specs. And actually, that should do it for our podcast this yeah. week. What's our timing at? I believe are we, we are just are we over right an hour. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah, look at that. What is happening? Is it are an we, hour oh, yeah, on the nut? All right, so I'm going <laughs> to – I almost want to be like – since we skipped cousins last week, you got to prove that you're a good cousin. Oh, you what does that me? mean? It means tell me a story of how awesome we are. At I didn't. I saw you back up a little bit, put your hands behind your head. <laughs> I did not prove, do that. Just, just don't bite. Don't paint a picture like that. <laughs> well, one thing I did want to say is we did tag our well the mythic edition box opening this week. I will be taking our and I know we talked about it last week, but I will be taking our battle boxes from last week so if you're looking for those it'll should be on this video we'll have it tagged there so you guys can check that out as well so you can see me kick Larry's ass which by the way did you see that uh phoenix has gone up even more yeah that's yeah suckers near 20 now yeah sold out i was seeing it sold out so i actually beat you by more (laughs) because when we say it was 13 at that point it was 13 14 at that point yeah so yeah, that's good job. It's uh, good job at being lucky. <laughs> that's crazy how close that one was, though. It was pretty cool. Came down to the nuts. I, what? I don't know what that means. All right, I'm gonna end this podcast. <laughs> I'm already gone. All right, we'll uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Oh wait, we never did the uh, bye. We didn't no, do the sign off. All right, fuck. Not bye. The Come, back. Back. Come back. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You can find us on Twitter at Commander Smith. Uh, you can email us at commandersmiths at gmail.com. Good job. Thank and you. you can YouTube us where I was saying you can check us, our videos and stuff out there as well as long, as well as with, as well with this podcast. So you can check that out there. All right. We will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. See you. Bye.